the vibe is wrong. Oh, snap. Three seconds. Two seconds. Oh, shoot. Oh, oh, I wasn't paying Yo. attention. We are alive. We are fine. We are here. We're yeah. here. Yo, I'm hype. I'm hype. I hope you're hype. I hope the people in the chat right now, they're hype. Here we are, episode 68 of Should I Play That? I hope you're good this week. I hope you're having an excellent week, a marvelous week. I'm, I'm having a hype week. I'm, a lot of things have been going on, um, but, you know, we're, we're, we're there. We're getting it, and uh, we're here. We're finally here. It's Wednesday. I'm hype. I don't, I, I don't know if you can tell. I'm just hype. But, um, oh. How hype are you, Chris? How, that's, that's what I was fucking waiting for. How hype am I? I'm like, some people think I'm not this hype. Some people think I'm this hype. Yo, I'm this hype. You can't even see how hype I am. It's that hype. But how you hit the screen? But James, James, how hype are you right now? That's the real question. I'm pretty hype, Chris. I'm not going to lie. Okay. You want to know why? Why? Because... It's Wednesday, my dudes. Let's <laughs> <laughs> do this. I'm here. Good stuff. That's what I'm here. That's what, that's, that's what I love to feel. I love to feel the hype. And you know what else is hype? Or I hope he's hype. Rod. Rod, how you doing, man? Uh, man. <laughs> Let's hope we don't hit any more technical difficulties. <laughs> I'll be more hype. If if we have a if I have a smooth show on my side, I know you guys are are pretty perfect, but I, I don't know what's going on on my end. Mm, I mean, we, we we just hope for the hope for the best because uh, that's, that's that's all we can really do, I guess. That's all, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but I I, all good. I hope everyone's been having a great week. Um, you know, last week we're coming off of like you know we're you know, we're we're living in like I know some people are like yo we're living in end times. We're living in this, that, and the third times. It, look, all right, so I feel like we are living in special times. I feel like everything that you do, whether it, it be positive, whether it be negative, whether it be nothing, that's also a choice. Uh, all that, all that comes into effect. Like that, that, that changes the narrative of what's going on in the world. So, damn, I should have saved that for the end of the episode. That I feel like I just dropped a nugget, but um. Yeah. That's good. Start them early. Yeah. So, Start early. you know, we, uh, I feel like which, what was good was that the gaming industry stood still, which is something that you really never see. And not only the gaming industry, you have, uh, like all industries, like paused what they were doing for that week and was like, hey, something, something real is happening out there. Something that we have to, like, we have to, we have to say something about it. We have to show our stance. Some people, some companies said something. Some companies did stuff, which I really appreciate. You know how I am, man of action. Um, and some companies didn't say anything at all. So that's, once again, the, the act of not doing anything is also an action. So um, just know that we, we, we're peeping y'all out, companies. We hear you. Um, you know, shout out to everyone that's watching us live. Shout out to the Gamers Haven coming through. They just dropped a bunch. That sound that you guys just heard, they, they just came through and dropped through a bunch of subs. So we, we forever, we forever with, with oh thankful. So good. We thank you for that. Um, but let's go around the room. James, what's what's uh, yeah. what's been good, man? Man, I'm not gonna lie, I'm I'm having a really solid day. And you know, it's it's been it's been a long time coming, coming off of the last week or so. Feeling a lot more somber, but like started off really good had a really awesome breakfast mm -hmm. 
got to binge a little bit of uh, Gordon Ramsay's Uncharted okay. on Disney Plus, which is kind of like um, what's that Anthony Bourdain show he used to do? I can't remember what the name of it is now. But basically, he travels around the world, gets to know people, indulges in like the uh, indigenous cuisine and stuff like that. It's really cool, fascinating stuff. Huh? I thought it was gonna be Gordon Ramsay finding lost treasure and jumping and climbing continuously or right. something. <laughs> I mean, he does climb trees, and he had to, um, like stand on side of a cliff and grab a cactus or something. So, okay. kind of. Yeah, that's similar. <laughs> we'll take it. <laughs> but uh, I mean, besides that, came home, got to watch some uh, some IG and Expo. Got a lot of that coming for you guys today on the show. And then, um, yeah, I've been in a good mood, man. Good day. That's good, man. Oh, and I got to run up to Atlanta for the weekend. Forgot to mention that. You say you did what? Had a, I ran to Atlanta this weekend, surprise birthday party. Oh, snap. Look at that. How'd, how'd that go, man? Yeah. It was good. It was good. Got to see a couple old friends. Shout out to Abrook if he's in the chat. I got to see him. Nice. Uh, didn't get to see you, unfortunately. But it was real quick. Ran up and then came back with it the same night. So Those, those yeah. trips are always like, it takes a lot out of you. But to know that you did that trip for, for someone like that... Uh, just know that whenever you do something like that for someone, it's huge. It means a lot. It really does. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, good stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. So, good weekend. Good week so far. Okay. Ready for some more tomorrow? Ooh, yeah. What about you guys? Tomorrow, tomorrow's a big one. Tomorrow's a big one. We're going to get to that in a little bit. But, uh, Rod, my man, what's good? Uh, it's been a pretty okay week. Uh, you know, I went to do some protesting over the weekend, which was good. Um, but now I'm like under intense uh, <laughs> self quarantine because obviously it's very difficult to to keep that distance apart. But it was for a good cause, good reason. Um, and I kind of I hemmed and hawed about it for a, a while because you know obviously of the the COVID implications. But I mean, you know, ultimately. Ultimately, I just felt strongly enough about it to where I was like, you know what, uh, uh, voice has got to be heard, you know, multiple ways. Um, and speaking of that, did get a chance to vote as well nice, um, nice. the other day. So, yes, that was that was excellent. Um, I will try to do absentee <laughs> next time, but it was good to be able to to actually physically go there in person to do that. So, yeah, it was, it's been an all right week. So, all right. So, you know that I've been I have big kick as of late it has been like voting and like people like, you know, exercising their right and everything like that. So, you know, you, you know, I have to, you know, ask you some questions, see how your experience was. Cause so far, uh, especially in Georgia, it's been, uh, a mixed experience, honestly. Um, so, you know, for me, I'd say that, you know, I voted as well. Um, it was honestly in and out. I, uh, showed at the polling place, which has been like a, you know, I think it's a middle high school or whatever nearby and um it's it's wild like they're still empty like they're still like cleaning up the school from the last school year because you know that you know school pretty much just shut down so they're still like in the process of getting like lockers cleared out and classrooms cleared out so super weird uh just seeing a school sort of like it sort of looks like like you're playing like left for dead or something not left for dead but the last of us or something like it looks <laughs> pretty bad um but yeah so like they moved from like the library over to the gym and literally like i said in and out um i want to say i sort of peeped that there are like maybe two or three voting machines that didn't work 
I think maybe two. Huh. Two voting machines that didn't work. But um, like I said, since there wasn't really a lot of people, I was able to just come in, go out, vote. Um, but like I've heard stories from friends that hit me up. They were like, yeah, you know, there was only one voting machine. Uh, the line was like stupid long. Um, some people uh, like just the, the things that you hear about like voting, like voting suppression. Uh, that stuff's real. Like it really, it's really, it's real. Uh, a friend of mine, she went and literally had like a man, um, sort of like, fo- like follow her to where her booth was and like stand behind her and like sort of like peeping over her shoulder, sort of seeing what she was voting and, you know, wow. try to sort of try to play it off. Like he was just like walking around like out and about, but you, you, when you know, someone's doing something weird, you sort of like the energy comes off of it. So uh, right. yeah she it was it was just a bad experience for her so um you know i i told her like don't let and if this happens to you don't let that deter you from voting again like you know the the quote-unquote enemy wants you to feel that way so you you're beating them by going back back out to vote actually you're beating them by next time bringing a friend with you next time bringing a relative with you bring more people with you mm-hmm. that'll piss them off but how was how was your experience with that um it was very similar to yours actually uh you know it was relatively quick it took me a a longer time to actually just commute there um i forgot to change my polling location so i had to kind of drive a little bit out of the way but um but i mean i went at like i left my place at 7 30 a.m um before i typically get to work uh or or begin working and yeah uh the voting machines as far as i could tell were all functional. The, I think the poll workers there were a little slower to kind of like move things along. But but again, it wasn't like too bad of a wait. I mean, there were maybe like 10 people, maybe a little bit less like in front of me. Um, and, it, you know, I was probably there for maybe a little less than 30 minutes total. So not not bad at all. And I feel like you and I had like the more rare experience here in Georgia, a, a bit, um, like especially going like well, right? What's that? I said like of us a mm. bit being like in and out, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, yeah. We we definitely had the rare experience of that because I feel like most people that I talk to, um, similar again, similar to you, you know, had a really poor experience. Um, so uh, like going in, and I think that was like specific counties like DeKalb and Fulton. Um, and if you're not from Atlanta, then that is like, those are like the central kind of Atlanta counties like that, that, um, Atlanta's comprised of. So, um, yeah, like you said, voter suppression, definitely it's a practice run for November for the, uh, for a specific group for sure. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm fortunate in that regard. I hope that it goes a little bit smoother in November, but I guess we'll see. But I, I agree with you though. Like, definitely bring as many people as you can um for sure like it's it's super important that you exercise your right to vote for sure yeah so but besides like the voting and once again proud of you of going out there and uh you know protesting which you know you're you're like in in atlanta so you know the past couple Mm -hmm. of nights have been peaceful i'm guessing your protest was peaceful as well right Yes, yes. I didn't notice anything crazy. No riot police or anything. Uh, I didn't see any arrests. So no, it was it was pretty peaceful. Nice. So that's that's. I mean, that's that's what you that's what you hope. I feel like Atlanta has so much of a spotlight on it that they can't fuck up like that. Like I don't know. I I feel, I feel like the mayor was like specifically went to like each precinct and was like, listen, if y'all fuck this up for me. 
Like you, you, you don't want to see me angry. Like give, giving them that, like that mom, like pep talk mm-hmm. that that black mothers do. Like uh, that's mm-hmm. that's what I expected. I feel like that's what happened. She didn't send an email. Mm-hmm. Let's just say she didn't send an email. She uh, she showed up personally and and <laughs> gave them her thoughts. Right with a switch in her hand. Yes, man, I love I love this <laughs> mayor. She's so good. she's such a like. I just love that energy that she gives off. But um, mm-hmm. that's good, man. That's really good. So uh, you know, like we said before, this week uh, we are we're we're back in it. We're gonna talk about some video games. Uh, how we normally start off the week is we like talking about what we've been playing. So um, and you know, with people that are watching live, people that you know are watching this on uh like social media you see any of our posts we always ask what you've been playing because we actually care we want to see it so uh we're gonna start james off this week james what you been playing this week i've been playing uh, bouncing around a lot this week i think i got four or five my first game has been xenoblade chronicles definitive edition Oh man! Wow, I heard that game. Was, uh, heard our, that game was trash. I I so heard that right game now. did so bad in sales that um, you just shouldn't go out and buy it because no one needs to go out and buy it. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, man. I'm sure it's the delight of our mod subject. There she is. <laughs> Fuck yes, indeed. <laughs> but um, yeah, I've been meaning to play this game for the longest time. Uh, originally came out on the Switch. Did not not the switch the Nintendo Wii. Wow, did not pick it up on there. Um, came out again on the 3DS. I tried it on there, but too small of a screen. Couldn't enjoy it. The game was just too ugly for me to play at that point in time. Let's just be honest. So thankfully, Monolith Soft has come back around. Gave this game the uh, the HD update remake. Updated the uh, models. Updated the textures. Apparently, added in a whole new epilogue at the end. Um, Streamlined a lot of the problems that the original releases had, according to fans. And yeah, so far, I can definitely see how this has helped a lot. Everything feels, everything feels easy, but not like easy going, but not like too easy to play. Um, one of the main things is there are, there are a ton of quests in this game, and they all end up being like, "Go here, kill this monster. Go pick up these items." So it seems like a lot of fetch quests, but a, uh, a really nice innovation that they added now is that whenever you complete that that last kill or pick up that item, auto completes the quest. You don't have to go back and talk to anybody. So that saves a whole lot of time, tons of experience, tons of different items. So I'm still just kind of diving in, getting immersed into it. So wait, but, um, so I gotta ask you. This is a super serious question. Like you should okay. take this question like super seriously. I really mean it. So you're playing Xenoblade, yes. right? Xenoblade Chronicles. Are you are you feeling it? Are you are you really feeling, oh, I'm it? feeling it? I'm really feeling I'm feeling it now. I'm actually no, I'm not saying I'm really feeling it. Now. I'm getting the feel of it. Like there is a scene in the beginning of the game where somebody picks up the Monado for the first time and they're just kind of out of control, doesn't really know how to handle it. That's where I am right now. Okay. I got a I got a grip on things. But it's not completely where I want it to be yet. So okay. I hear that unlocks more as I progress through and upgrade some more arts and stuff like that. So that's fair. That sounds like a pretty fair assessment. Like I mean, you know, the the implication is that like this is that uh, that we hear a lot is you know, oh man, this is one of the best modern RPGs of all time. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, like it's it's nice though that it seems to maybe ramp up 
no Viking quality. Yeah, there is a lot to unpack, it seems, but it's not overwhelming. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah. That's, that's the thing about RPGs, especially ones of like gargantuan length is like, okay, you know, you're going to throw 80 different concepts at me, but systems, characters, narrative threads, whatever. Like, I kind of give it to me piecemeal, maybe not, not all at one time. Like, let me kind of like take it at my own pace. So that's cool. And they're really good about tutorializing everything, too. There's like a dedicated tutorials menu to take you through all the systems. Yeah. And everybody I've talked to about this game has definitely followed those. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, not too much about the story right now. Still doing the opening town section, getting to know my, uh, my cast of characters. But, uh, yeah, more, more to come for that, most definitely. Cool. But moving on, I wanted to jump over to my Steam library. Ooh. And uh, given everything that's been going on over the last week or so, I thought it would be a good look to take a good idea to take a look at a bunch of uh, black-owned developers and see what kind of games are going on that we don't normally get that kind of exposure for. Hmm. And so I found, I found five. I was able to jump on, I believe, three this week. And again, nothing full, but just like first impressions of everything. First game up is Aryan Legacy of Cory Odin. I hope I'm mm. saying that right. But uh, there's not a lot of voice acting sound. I don't know if I got that one correct or not. I was going to say, hey, do you have... Right, never mind, I see it. I was going to ask if you had that mm-hmm. in the show notes. Yes, I do. Sweet. All right, you go ahead. What this is is um, an RPG of sorts. Um, it has this hand-drawn style, but kind of has this also this action-based combat. Uh, action like Devil May Cry-esque air combos, that sort of thing. Dashing around the screen, parries, and all that stuff is involved. So it's a it's a real interesting mashup to get that 2D back and forth running art style that you would see in maybe something like a um, Dishwasher Samurai comes to mind. Oh, wow. That's a deep cut. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not quite as fast-paced. A slower version of that. But, um... And the story so far is it kind of plays like Black Panther story. You are uh, you're becoming the king. You're gaining access to your kingly powers. A coup happens during your wedding. Like it's all there. Um, and so I haven't gotten too far into that either. But that's basically what's happened up to this point. Getting a hold on the systems there as well. So it's just been a lot of uh, a lot of beginner stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Um, next game is Chrono Ghost, which is a 2D platformer as well, puzzle platformer with a time manipulation mechanic. So if you're familiar with the game Braid, something similar to that. Um, you play as the Chrono Ghost, you have the ability to speed up, slow down, and freeze time. Um, what else do you do? And then, of course, different platforms are affected differently by your time powers. So red ones are not affected at all. Green ones, you can reverse, you can freeze, you can slow down, that sort of thing. And so you use that to make your way through the levels as quickly as you can. Uh, The normal story mode gives you 100 lives to go through, and you want to try and do your best there just to get through the entire story within that 100 lives. Uh, The platforming is... A little slippery. It's, I'm still kind of getting so used to that. Like, it looks like um Super Meat Boy, right? Yeah, yeah, not not as slippery as Meat Boy. Okay, 
Yeah, yeah. A bit more grip than that. And not quite as challenging on the platforming either. It's more about manipulating the time and getting the platforms where you need them to be. Mm. So it's just been a fun little time waster. A couple hours in. Uh, a couple levels in. Looking forward to doing some more of that. And then my final game that I got to play this week is called Treachery in Beatdown City. Oh, that sounds awesome. That sounds really good. Right. I'm sold. Just based on the name. It definitely has... Um, What's not this final fight Streets of Rage kind of vibe going? Sold. Nice. Yeah. So you think it's gonna be like that. Um kind of looks like River City beatdown. And that looks familiar. But um you actually have the ability to go from that sprite combat to a turn based mechanic. Yeah. So close the demon world at. separated into turps. Wrong, yeah, wrong screen. I'm so sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, so you can get into um, so you get into like normal sprite punching based combat. But if you would X, you can open up a combo menu, and so you can string together right jabs, left jabs, uppercuts, that sort of thing. Or you can do grapples, and when you get into a grapple, you can inflict status effects. So like close chucks, I mean like close grips, and then punches gives you a bleed effect. Versus like a couple of jabs and uppercut gives you a knockdown effect. And as you move around the screen outside of that menu, you get action points and your AP and that sort of thing. So it allows you to build up more combos. And so the thing about that game really seems to be figure out the best management between your resources so that you can string together combos that are going to give you time to get more AP and also leave you with some AP in order to block. Because that's important as well. Yeah, and it plays almost like a, a Mario World overworld, mm-hmm. like Super Mario World overworld, into each battle. Each battle plays like a Streets of Rage match, and then when you get in close, turn base happens. Yeah, that sounds like a neat mix of strategy, honestly. Like that, I, I in a mashup that I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have guessed that you could really even accomplish. <laughs> but it sounds like it works. Yeah. So it's, it's really interesting just to see these, yeah, those type of concepts come to life. You don't see that all the time, that type of chance-taking in right. AAA games, for example, mm-hmm. and the things that we tend to cover a lot more of. So looking mm-hmm. forward to diving into more of all of these games. I have a few more in the, uh, in the library I need to get to, but I'll keep you guys updated on that. Hmm. And yeah, that's pretty much all I've been playing. I was going to say, the um, wow. Treachery of Beatdown City, it, it definitely looks like a game that I'd stream on the channel. Um, yeah. It, yeah, it looks interesting. Um, he's, and, and another good note, if you, you know, if you're just coming in or you missed it, but like all of these that you, you've mentioned, except for Xenoblade are, mm-hmm. you know, are like made by black developers. So, mm-hmm. um, it's, 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 I was, I was talking to a friend earlier about this. Like, it's great to see that, you know, black creatives are being, you know, have this, they, they have the spotlight on them. They finally have the microphone. But, you know, don't forget, like, what, what happened to get here. You know, the, the people have died. Um, just the, in fact, the, the, just the, the, the lack of, like, justice. Um, I don't know. Like, it's, it's so weird. And I, I, I'd hate to, like, bring this back to the forefront. But, you know, we're sort of talking about it. Um, I don't know. Like, how, how do you guys feel about that? Sort of, like, just a side tangent about how uh like i've seen a lot of black 
streamers, um, like mm-hmm. podcasters that I listen to, uh, seeing them on like, you know, bigger platforms. And like, I'm, you know, sitting here applauding them. I'm like, yo, this is dope. You know, we're, we're finally being put out there, but I just, I, mm-hmm. you know, I've said this last week and I say this all the time, but I just want to see them keep that same energy. Please right. don't let this don't let this just be a thing because, you know, Black Lives Matters is trending right now. Like when it stops trending, mm-hmm. let's see if we still matter to you guys. Right. Right. When it's not fashionable to, mm-hmm. to do that. Like, um, no, I agree with you. Um, yeah. That, like, let's let's keep let's keep that going. I, so I, I kind of want to use that opportunity to say, uh, James, I think that it's really, really fucking cool that you took it upon yourself to even do that. Um, it wasn't something that we planned like beforehand, but I mean, um, one of those games I'd heard about before, um, the very first one you mentioned, Arium, I think, um, yes. that, that one I've been meaning to check out at some point. Um, so it's really cool that you not only like took it upon yourself to seek these games out, but you actually found it. Um, and and then brought it back to the forefront of my mind. So I go, oh yeah, that thing I wanted to play a while back. Like, oh, that's what it was. I'm gonna go check that out now. Um, and like, I, I just think that's that's really awesome. Um, and I hope that more people, including myself, uh, are able to do that. Like, seek those creatives out and you know consume their work. And yeah, I think that's it's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's no better time. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. of course, every day is a fine day to pick up a new video game by any kind of developer. But like, given exactly what's going on right now, mm-hmm. why not? I wish I had the name Sorry. on me right now, but shout out to that um, black-owned uh, anime studio that's been like I've seen it on Twitter, I've seen it on Facebook, I shared it on Facebook. Yeah, like they, you know, they're they're in the news now, so I'm excited to see what they put out, and mm-hmm. I like I just hope. This conversation keeps going, guys. Like, please, you see, you know, your brothers and sisters uh, putting out their artwork, putting out their uh, shows. You know, shout shout out to Gamers Haven. You know, they you know they have their gaming stuff, but they're if you don't know, they're also working on a uh, a comic book too. They have a have a comic book series that they're working on. So you know, just be on the lookout for that stuff. Go ahead and you know add them. Uh, Just you know follow up every now and then. But yeah, that's what I got. Rod, <laughs> Rod, what you been playing? Man, we're gonna move from like these awesome <laughs> games that need the spotlight back to like a AAA title. Literally, no one else in the world needs to know about Yikes. or more about, uh, which is uh, Modern Warfare 2019. <laughs> I've been playing a lot of that. Yep, you're right. Business <laughs> <laughs> guys. Um, yeah, I. I have been playing a lot of this, um, way more than I thought that I would. I mean, it's a hundred, it's two hundred gigs. Like I might as well be playing. It, right? Better than me. Once um, it once it crossed like one fifty, I was like, yeah, you're done. I'm I'm finished. I'm not playing this again. now. Yeah, it's it's two hundred gigabytes. Like if you want the whole, like the full experience, like the campaign, the co op, which is different, spec ops, which I believe is is separate from all of that. And then the multiplayer, and then Warzone. So it's like three or four different downloads you have to do. Yeah, it's it's ludicrous. It's crazy. It's oh. actually a it's actually a preview of what they're going to do for next gen when you do get the option to like uh, utilize the SSD to um, like download specific things. Like, oh, I only want the single player stuff. Like, <laughs> so I guess you think about it like that. But yeah, it's bullshit. Really? Like right now, um, I have a 500 gig. Uh, base ps4 like that's what i'm working off of so that's like literally half of my 
my drive. Um, when I hear numbers like that, that's when Stadia sounds like a good idea. Huh? Huh? <laughs> Right. That's the only reason it sounds like a good idea. It's the future. Chris, Chris has waited several episodes for Stadia to get its due. It's it's due time. <laughs> it's, um, it's a future. All right. <laughs> so I've 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 been playing a lot of that because a bunch of my friends are are on it right now. Um, especially a lot of friends where you know right now, you know it, things are opening back up, but I still haven't like really hung out with friends like that like i see certain people virtually um you know you guys of course every every week um but you know i and i get to talk to you know some other friends as well but i you know i don't i'm not like hanging out with a lot of people right now so um this was a a, a good way i was saying hmm. to- i could have sworn a bunch of us bought some vr headsets and we co- we totally could have been you know meeting right. each other in a virtual world hmm. Hmm. About you're that? right no you're right i that's that's my bad i will cop to that right now like on air yeah that's my bad um but yeah th- this this was a, a good way to connect with a lot of uh old friends as well so i was like all right cool i'm gonna just check this out and play some and you know i've been having a lot of fun with it and i talked about this kind of i think last year when i picked it up and I was pretty impressed with it. And I think it almost, I think it almost made the top 10 or it was like in the conversation for the game of the year last year. Um, but, uh, which I think is a, a damn fine game. I really do. Um, I'm kind of blown away by the campaign and, and the, the production values on it. Like it's, it's really a great looking game and, and feels good too. But the multiplayer, you know, it did, it was while good, um, you know, it didn't like keep me playing from week to week to week. Um, Overwatch is still like the multiplayer game for me. Like that's the one I kind of keep going back to. Um, but this one for the past week has been like, it's kind of taken over in that sense. And not just like in the multiplayer, but in Warzone specifically. Like I've been playing a lot of Warzone. And, you know, I don't know if it is the best Battle Royale still. I, I feel like apex maybe edges it out just a little bit there's something just very satisfying about like the way that the abilities work in tandem with one another um in that in a way that call of duty really doesn't do because it's just not that type of game um but warzone takes so much of you know what made that good um like the ping system and turns it into its own thing so you do have things like perks uh stopping rounds recon drones a lot of those concepts, those quote-unquote ability concepts, they're just more, more grounded. Um, and I do think it does some smart stuff, like, for example, um, being able to not only buy people back, but the gulag uh, like idea. The idea that you kind of go into this one-on-one scenario where if you lose, then you're done, you're out completely. But if you win, you actually get a second chance uh, for free instead of like have someone having to buy you back. Like, I think that idea on, it, on its own is, is really cool. Adds to some really tense dynamics. Um, and also, the sound design in this game is spectacular. So I do think, in that regard, this is the best looking and feeling uh, BR, I think. Like, it, it just, it really kind of is elevated um, by that. I mean, you can, you can hear when people are, like, even crouched and they're, like, above you on, like, a wood floor. Like, you can hear the creaks, um, like, in the cracks. And it just makes you, like... On edge, and I think that the the there's a lot of diversity in the the map. At first, it didn't feel like that. It just it felt flat as as hell at first. But the more that I I kind of got to know it, um, I came to appreciate a lot more of it. Like I can tell you, like the reason why it's 
almost always a good idea to drop at airport and you know boneyard and like how and if the circle ends in farmland you're probably fucked like if you don't get there early like i could kind of tell you some things i'm not an expert by any means at all but um but i'm having a lot of fun with it. i i won my first game like a few days ago so nice. that was nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, it was a it was a quad game that I won. I I got third on a solo, which was insane. Um, I'm not good at it. I don't consider myself good at this game by any stretch. But I think it the, again, the game does a really good job of you know giving like rewarding you for memorizing certain things or learning as you're going. Kind of like that you know that that famous Dark Souls design philosophy of like you know death teaches you. So. Um, yeah, I've, I've had a ton of fun with this and, you know, it's, it's a great social game. I, so like, I, I, I had fun with the game. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I feel like anytime I hear like a buzzing sound, I'm like, yo, am I being thrown in the gulag? Like that, <laughs> like that, <laughs> like where was I? I was somewhere and I heard like that buzz and I was like, oh shit. Like mm-hmm. Where's the person with the pistol coming out of nowhere, or where are the rocks being thrown at me? But I mean, like, like the gulag in itself is like just a really interesting mechanic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's like the first we've seen of it, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I think you may have been able to like. I think you could buy people back in Apex, but you couldn't mm-hmm. like. There's no gulag situation though. Like you know, once you're out, you're out. That but like that's it. Um, yeah. And like I, like I said before, it really ratchets up that tension. Like you don't want to go to the gulag, like, and you don't get armor or anything like that. Um, it's very tense, and they even switch up like sides on you. Like the the map varies very slightly. I think um, like where the placement of the barriers are. Someone maybe correct me if I'm wrong about that, but I, I think that's what happens. Um, and it just makes for a dynamic experience. Like anytime you play, you know, I'd I'd love to see them just you know take Warzone make it its own mm-hmm. thing because like I've, I've already heard rumors of you know uh what was the other mode called like breakpoint or something Breakout. um the it's it's like uh plunder i think no 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 I'm talking about talking last, about? like the last call of duty had a battle royale oh yeah i don't remember the name but yeah. i know what you're talking so, about so yeah so uh blackout i think yeah blackout um there's word that that's oh, yeah. coming back so hmm. um i don't want another call of duty that's 300 400 gigs guys just make it its own thing yeah i mean yeah. and i feel like it it's it it can be it's just that um it's like it's attached to the main game so i don't mm-hmm. know it's, it's, it's difficult like do they split off do their own thing get like a separate team uh just focus on that and then still give us the yearly call of duty that's you know story mode and multiplayer like what how would you mm-hmm. what would you do that's uh it's tough i i mean that seems like the direction in which they're going i mean they're handling the warzone side and to me i mean it feels like warzone is its own thing right now because it's a separate download like you don't have to own modern warfare like the Ba- the base package to access that in fact i play with uh, a couple friends who you know aren't even on the same console and they don't own modern warfare at all I and mean, we play warzone together like but all the, the time but the thing is like the install um, size like you're still downloading mm-hmm. modern warfare to play it oh are you i thought it was just like the separate 100 gigs i don't know that's, it's that's only still I, I think that's when like, i did it so what is it it's only 100 gigs for me when i did it so i don't know what that okay. totals out to because I mean, like, yeah. and I, and I guess that's sort of what they did. They sort of gave you like the choice of, hey, if you want the other stuff, you could pick and buy it. But 
Right. Mm, I don't know. I just I feel I, 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 I mean I, I, like I, I feel what you're space. saying though. Yeah. Like I I feel I definitely feel what you're saying like and I think what they should do is keep it its own thing. I think be, they'd be foolish at this point not to. It's huge. People most people really like it. Um and I think you could still pump out, you know, you could what they have like three or four teams at this point that are doing this. Like, yeah, but put one of those teams on this, all you have to do is iterate on the formula. I don't expect that they'll need another map for like another year or whatever. Um, like with like most battle royales, it's not like there are a ton of of different maps. Um, but it, oh, they're just going to keep doing the the battle pass thing. Like every, I think they're in season like three now. So you know, do do your standard unlock stuff. Make make people pay for like the skins and the characters and skin and all that other stuff like that i think that this could be hugely successful for them i think that 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 is the path forward for call of duty at this point hmm. i mean you wouldn't be wrong yeah if you continue to make the money that battle royals make then yeah i don't see why not right but that's pretty much it on my end this week pretty pretty light week but chris what have you been playing oh boy um well, life. I've been playing the game of life. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I, I like here and there between working on different projects and now working on like other projects. Uh, it's like I've I haven't even been playing phone games. Yo, my Apple Arcade. Should I cancel it? Nah, I'm still gonna keep it going. Yeah. <laughs> um, I saw they 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 dropped like a SpongeBob game that I download just to troll like the person next to me that was watching me on my phone. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I, I played it. They gave me a weird look, and I was like, "Yeah, that's right. I'm playing a fucking SpongeBob game on my phone." And then hmm. <laughs> was played... the actual troll that it was good? <laughs> it was um, I wish I had the name and the gameplay up, but it was a uh, like an auto runner, sort of like the Super Mario oh, okay. um run game. Um, so mm-hmm. I mean, it's a SpongeBob game where you're running, and was that called oh, like a side scroller? Yeah, it's like a side scroller, like but like an auto run. Um, was, okay. he, was he collecting Krabby Patties? I don't know, something like that. So I don't know. I, <laughs> at the end of the day, maybe I trolled myself. Who knows at this point? But um, yes. so yeah, so like small things like that. Um, I've I've you know we've talked about this. About, what was it like? I guess at this point, almost three weeks ago. Uh, VR guys, this is the fucking future. This has been my goal too. Um, I've been on Alt Space. Uh, pretty heavy. Like that's been like my. I get home, um, unwind, see who's online, and like, yo, you know, such and such is at a fucking rave, or such and such is at a beach, or such and such is just jamming in their own, like, player-created world. So um, definitely have, like, been making friends on AltSpace. They've also, and I I specifically made footage uh, or recorded footage of their... uh, Black Lives Matter uh, event, which is pretty cool. Uh, to them, it was like their first, uh, the first time that the admins specifically ran an event for something like this. So for them, it was new. Um, I think they maybe, I think they started promoting the event maybe like a couple days before the actual event. So, you know, it got some eyes on it. Uh, and then, of course, like people that really cared about it would see it and tell their friends. So that's what I did. And uh, the turnout was pretty cool. They, you know, had like their, you know, the, the, the rules of, hey, we're here to just, you know, just talk about this stuff. Um, you know, it was like an open form. So what they did was they, I'd say there was like a good 
50, 60 of us um, that spawned in the room. And they're like, hey, let's break up into groups. Let's sort of like, you know, talk about what's going on in the world and just give our input. And it was really like just laid back. And it was cool just hearing people's, uh, their state of mind on what's going on. Mm -hmm. And with, you know, this being in virtual reality, like it's literally people from all over the world, you know, uh, overheard someone in another group that are, they're from Germany and they were like, yo, y'all, y'all folks are wildin' out there. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, yeah. but you know, the group that I was in, it, it, it was interesting. Like it was a couple of kids, which at first I was like, yo, are you even 13? Like, should you even be on this app right now? But, um, once I got past that, I started really listening to what they were saying. And like, you know, this stuff also affects kids too. So, uh, them, like just hearing them say that, you know, they, what they, their parents are sort of saying, what they're going through, um, them, them being too young to like have a conscious mind of like saying, Oh, I want to go to a protest or so them seeing protests happening and like them internalizing it. So, uh, there's, you know, there's one kid that said that they, uh, you know, they, they just wanted, they just wanted people to act right. They just, you know, they, they, they didn't understand the racism, which I was like, wow, you know, you're pure. Like, that's amazing. Um, mm -hmm. And then, you know, they, you had other kids that sort of understood what was going on and like tried to, I guess, talk to their parents about it too. So, you know, I feel like, you know, whether you're, you know, your kids are white, black, anything, um, you know, talk to them. Talk to them what's about what's going on. Um, if you feel like you, if you do, if you do talk to them and you're like, damn, like this, you know, my kid is like really shook about this therapy, seeking help, uh, especially in a, I feel like, especially in the black community, we sort of look away from, uh, you know, therapy and all that, but this is the perfect time to like actually get into it. So, um, just like, once again, just hearing, you know, uh, younger people talk about it was interesting. And then of course me giving my input once it came around to me. Um, but you know, I feel like Altspace as a company, uh, they're owned by Microsoft. They, in my heart of hearts, I feel like they're, they're wanting to do right. But at the same time, uh, one of the admins, which, um, he, he sort of said the thing about how some companies are in a certain place where they don't want to do something first and sort of get shunned or like, you know, lose something out of it or, and they don't want to be the last company to do things. So a lot of companies at this point, they're sort of like feeling out what's being accepted, what people are pushing back on. And I don't know. I think because of how much it affects me, I'm saying, why do you feel that it's such a bad thing to sort of stick up for people? Stick right, up for human yeah. rights. Yeah. But uh I mean a business is a business. I can understand that. But at the end of the day, I'm still I'm I'm still a person. I still think that way. And I don't know. I feel like you if you feel that something's right, speak speak up about it. And that's what I told him. I was like, hey, like don't be afraid to want to do things like this or want to uh, do more for the community. Like keep, you know, running these events, keep, you know, keep the conversation alive. So I feel like I, I got to them, you know, hopefully, uh, and like, there's some things like, so after the, the event ended, um, you know, some people like left the room and then, you know, just like, I guess, I don't know how it happened, but a bunch of like, uh, a bunch of people that were actually black stayed. <laughs> and we, we, we all sort of like compared notes 
on what happened in our group. Um, so like, uh, you know, one person was saying that, you know, their group was mostly black and like, you know, sort of gave that input on how things are like ran on the app. And, uh, another person like just sort of gave like the input on how they feel that, you know, as a society, we still have to like learn to get together, learn how to like live together. But then you also have, um, like within the black community, I think it's, he, he said that it's, and I also agree with it. I feel like it's also a class thing where you have like middle-class blacks, then you have low-class low blacks that they sort of have like a certain way that they move that each group, once they see the other group, like they sort of have a preconceived notion on how they're going to act, how they're going to be. So uh, I, I think just as a group, we sort of need to like understand each other, understand that black is still black. It doesn't really matter. Like at the end of the day, oh yeah, they, people are gonna see us, and they, we're, we're all gonna be put in that same box. So, uh, yeah. I made some pretty cool friends. Like the people that we that that stayed by, um, we legit like, kicked it for a couple hours in that main room, and I was like, "Yo, I have my own personal space with like a YouTube player where we could just jam and vibe to music." So we did that for like another two three hours, and then I was like, "You know what? I have another space where we could play Cards Against Humanity." So. For another couple hours, we went to that room and just, you know, just vibed and just chilled. So uh, it's VR, once again, is dope. Guys, please get into it. And um, another cool thing about Altspace is that even if you don't have a headset, you can still download the free client on Steam, download it on like the Oculus Go, Go the, um, the was it Samsung Gear, like all that stuff. You can still access the app and hit me up. Same username, SSJ Blackrot. I'm on it. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much. Oh, one more thing. One more video game that I've been like, uh, I think the night before that whole event. And that's why that's why I'm wearing the glasses now, because like my eyes <laughs> have been hurting. <laughs> but um, Arizona Sunshine, I've been playing that in VR. Uh, Arizona Ooh, Sunshine nice. is a uh, it's, it's pretty much like your post apocalyptic uh, zombie game. Um, you know, right now in the trailer, you're seeing like the you know, teleporting moving around, but, uh, you can actually like move with like the smooth locomotion, which if a game doesn't have that, I don't play it. So, um, but you know, it's your straightforward, you know, dual pistol, or eventually you get rifles and stuff and you're just trying to get through the levels. You're trying to like complete the story. This is one of those VR games that has a story and you're like going through it. It's not like a tech demo or anything like that. So um, I played a little bit of that solo last week and uh, you know, me and some of my alt space friends, we went ahead and uh, we played the horde mode of this game for four, about four or five hours. It was ridiculous. Um, it got to the point where like we kept like their waves kept going and kept getting longer and we kept winning. So we were like, yo, when is this going to end? When will yeah, we die? What's going on? Yeah. So like by wave 42, I think we were like, I, I legit was like running up to zombie. It was like, yo, give me a hug. Like <laughs> just end it now. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's fun. It's a really fun game. Um, definitely recommend it. If you're into shooters, if you're looking for a VR game that sort of has legs. Like I said, you have your campaign mode, you have your horde mode. They released some DLC, which I haven't touched yet. Um, added a bunch of weapons. You have your, you know, hand pistols. You have, you know, deagles. You have revolvers, shotguns, um, uh, AKs, grenades. The works for the most part. It's a pretty cool game. 
Nice. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to checking that out. It's been on my wish list, I think, maybe since I got my quest. Uh, and it looks really neat. Yeah, I, as you should have bought it when it was part of that, like, bundle kit. That's what I did. Like, I, I the oh. day before, I bought the game for 40 bucks, and then the next day, mm-hmm. it was part of, like, a bundle with other games. So, mm-hmm. you know... You know, shout out to Quest for having a uh, understanding uh, support system, and I was able to refund the game and then buy that um, that combo right. with like the other games. So, and I was worried too because they have the rule of you know if you if you play I think two hours, two or three hours of the game, you can't return it. And I think I was like just at the cusp of that. Oh wow, nice. Yeah. So. A uh, fun game. I definitely. Um, I may not. I, prob- I probably won't play the horde anytime soon because of how burnt out I am on it. But um, I do want to complete the story again because I. I also play. It's also on PlayStation VR. So if you have a PSVR, uh, definitely check that out too. But that, for the most part, is what I've been playing. It's been a super simple week. Very simple. So. We are going to jump into our trailer of the week. Um, and this, uh, for my knowledge, is something that dropped today based on the IGN Expo, right? Correct, correct. Yes, yeah, so uh, we're about to take a look at Demon Turf. Uh, let's check it out. James, what did what we up? just watch? What is Demon Turf? Demon Turf is a 3D platformer with a 2D art style, 2D sprite art style. So something in the vein of something like a Banjo-Kazooie or a Jack and Daxter or a Ratchet and Clank. Um, and from what I'm understanding here is that you go around and you're trying to recruit a bunch of different demon gangs to prove that you are the superior demon lord or demon lady, I guess, in this in this case. Um, and so this one just really caught my eye when I was watching it just because of that, that art style. It's just such a weird mashup you wouldn't have thought that would work it kind of gives you that early n64 vibe like early like mario 64 that kind of thing mm-hmm. but uh more polished and a bit more actiony so you can get different transformations like uh the wheel transformation which turns you into a snake or the uh the bat transformation so you can fly or a squid for being underwater but um yeah i just really like I like 3D platformers. I like the way this one looked. I just figured it'd be something fun to showcase. And uh, that's why I picked it for trailer of the week. Definitely looks cool. Is there a date on when we're getting it? Or is it sort of like, hey, this is the game we're working on right now? Um, We had, I believe it was late 2020, early 2021 at the latest. I believe they're aiming for with the new consoles. So Hmm. whenever that launches, we should be expecting this. Oh snap! Because it will be on Twitch. I'm showing. I'm showing it right now on the stream, and that's oh, goddamn. That's cute. That's pretty cool, right? <laughs> like, uh, so for our audio listeners, the uh, the main character like pulled like it's like there was like a photo mode, and like it sort of went into like a selfie mode, and you saw her like make faces and whatnot. It was pretty cool. Pretty cute. See, I'm just like this one. Just really got my eye. I'm gonna keep my eye on this one. Um, probably picking this up when it comes out. Yeah. Just like off the visual alone, so yeah, definitely looks as cool. demons. Looks interesting. So, um, we're going to take a really quick break, guys. Um, episode sixty-eight. We're halfway through there. We're going to jump into the news and then talk about some Destiny Two. Oh snap! Destiny Two back in the news. Hmm, who would have thought? Destiny. We'll be right back. Uh, give us a couple moments. 
All right, all right, guys. We are back. Second half. Should I play that? Episode 68. And we are going to jump straight into the news. Um, if, with a little bit of news to catch up from, from last week, which, you know, like I said, gaming world sort of stood still. Uh, PlayStation 5 news. I guess we could sort of, I guess I could jump ahead of that. Uh, PlayStation 5 news. I remember it was supposed to be last week. You know, shout out to Sony for pushing it back. Um, so that's going to be tomorrow. Um, which if you're listening to the audio version, which will be the, you know, that was yesterday for you guys or a couple days ago. So, um, if you want to see me and James live react to a lot of this stuff, uh, we will be streaming, uh, on this channel. So please join us. Let's, let's all come together, watch this stuff, react together, be hyped, be sad. Who knows? It's supposed to be like an hour and a half. So, uh, Let's let's watch you know ninety minutes of that be Mark Cerny uh, break down the teraflops <laughs> and uh, how the system's gonna work and everything. I'm, I'm not. Kidding. Just, I'm just kidding. That's not get that happen. out of here. <laughs> but uh, like I said, based on last week, you know we did see a lot of um, gaming companies, uh, you know, give their message of hey, you know, Black Lives Matter. We we understand. You know, we're with you guys and. You know, you saw 2K put some apparel in the 2K store for, you know, the uh, NBA 2K games. Uh, Bungie, uh, before their, they started their, well, yeah, when they started their stream for the Destiny 2 Beyond Light, they actually took the 8 minutes and 46, 42, 46 seconds, 8 minutes and 46 seconds um, that, you know, uh, George Floyd was on the floor with a man on his neck. Um, they, they took the time mm. to be like, hey, this is how long eight minutes and 46 seconds is. So uh, they also shouted out, like, you know, if you wanted to donate, who to donate to. Um, something else I found out is, like, like certain uh, organizations, like, I think, um, there's an organiz the organization in Minnesota that people were donating to at first, they, like, they put out a statement saying, hey, we received a ton of money. Here are some other, you know, organizations to donate to. So, um, you know, do right. some research before you donate, but, you know, you know, shout out to the people that are donating and everything. Um, yep. Rockstar, they, they've done this before for, you know, I guess them trying to do social justice. Uh, they shut down the servers for Grand Theft Auto and uh, Red Dead for a couple hours. I know a lot of people, so they sort of feel a certain type of way about that. Um, you know, instead of shutting down the servers, why not donate? But I guess to them, shutting down the surveys, sh shutting down the servers, was them not making money. So was that them <laughs> donating? I don't know. That's weird. Right. It's 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 weird. Um, it's just weird. That works. Yeah. Uh, I I do want to throw one in there real fast since I talked about it earlier in the show. But Modern Warfare did a really interesting mm -hmm. thing where they displayed Black Lives Matter with like a small statement. Um, just, you know, kind of explaining where their position is, the kind of usual thing. Um, it is as soon as you boot up the game, you see that. It's unskippable. Um, and every single time you load into a match, that's the screen. That's the load screen. Um, pretty impressive. And I was shocked. I was shocked that they did that just because, like, there's no way to, like, like around it. You can't just mash X. Like, you have to see it. Um, of course, you know, the usual suspects come out and, uh, you know, to try it, but you know, it is really, really cool. And they actually go into detail on 
um, the main menu on kind of what steps they're taking as a company to uh, support the movement, whether that's through um, actual donations or that's through policing their own, like, um, like moderating their own, their own servers. So like racist clan names and like actual user names and uh, bannable behavior and, and all that type of stuff. Like they're, they're monitoring it um, even more closely. They should be doing it anyway, but they're making, you know, promises that it, they're cleaning it up actively. So pretty impressive by them for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. That is cool. Yeah. And, you know, and it's, you know, Activision has like, they're like the, you know, empire, I guess of the gaming industry. Um, so I mean, it's, 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 it's a good look for them to do stuff like this. So, uh, you know, shout out to them for doing that. Uh, shout out. And then like, once again, shout out to other companies that we didn't mention, um, saying something means something saying nothing also means something. So, um, it, 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 it speaks volumes. Uh, so next up, you know, how we love shouting out the Xbox game pass, which is the best value in gaming. Not a promotion. That's just how I feel, guys. Um, Kingdom Hearts, uh, the 1.5, 2.5, and 2.8. Uh, that's coming to Xbox Game Pass. You're getting The Witcher Thronebreaker, Bard's Tale. Uh, no Man's Sky is coming from... It's coming to console and PC. And then... Um, yeah, with, with, with the cross-play enabled, too. So it's dropping right when that update's happening. Yep. Uh, you have Dungeon of the Endless, Battletech, uh, Battlefleet, Gothic, Armada 2, and uh, Bard's Tale. Um, so pretty, really solid drop for yeah. Games Pass right now. I know a lot of people... Pretty impressive. Yeah, a lot of people, uh, especially on uh, Xbox, you know, they... I know a lot of people have jumped from, like, console to console. So for Kingdom Hearts to be on there, that's pretty dope. Um, yeah, long time coming. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and I think is like, is this the first time that I don't think these games have been on the console yet? Um, yeah, they haven't. Just three when that debuted last year. That yeah. was the first one. So, yeah, the Xbox. I mean, guys, you know, people shit talk all they want, but Xbox, they're they're try, they're trying, guys. They are doing yeah, some good they are, stuff. I, over I, there. I, I mean, they're they're getting major Japanese franchises. Like I, again, I mean, they, and people tend to forget that Microsoft was doing that with the original Xbox in the, the early days of 360. Like they had all kinds of Japanese support. Um, a lot of people don't remember that for whatever reason, um, and they seem like they're what's that? Like Blue Dragon and Lost Kingdom and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, Blue Dragon. I think it was Lost Odyssey. Um, oh, Odyssey, that's right. They um, they had like a ton of, of stuff like that just come out. Otogi on the original Xbox. Um, I think Sudeki. I think that was a, J a Japanese game. Um, yeah, there was like a ton of oh, the Tales. There was a Tales game on there that was exclusive to Xbox for a long time. Um, so yeah, they're they're doing a good job of like trying to diversify their their third party lineup, which is nice. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I I'm happy to see what else they you know how else they partner with the Japanese market. You know, we we love our Japanese games. Love seeing it. Love to see it. Sure do. Mm -hmm. All right. Um. So, uh, the website is it itch.io. Yes. Yes. Itch.io. They're selling a bundle. Uh, bundle for racial justice and equality. So, um, over 800 creators, over five grand in value. 
uh, $5 minimum for the donation. And then all the proceeds are donated to NAACP legal fund, uh, legal defense, uh, an educational fund and a community bail fund. So it, the, the money is going to a you know great cause and it's a shit ton of games. Yes. Um, uh, it's yes. crazy. And it was great. It's like when you sort of look through these games, it for me, it's a bunch of games that I've wanted to play but never like picked up. Like it's a bunch of indie games. Yep. And it's um it's games that we've like on the show talked about before. So you you know you have yep. your um you know, you have Celeste, you have I don't think I talked about the Oxen short hike, Free. but I did buy it. Um Oxen Free. Um anything else stick out to you guys? I'm sort of going through the list um, right now. Night in the Woods. Night in the Woods, yes. There. Yes. Very good yeah. game. Um, they're quadrilateral cowboy, um, a short hike. There's a lot of, like, oh, yes, a short hike. yeah, like there, there are a lot of smaller games in here that super, super deserve the attention. Um, and I do want to add, by the way, um, this, this bundle has increased not only in mm-hmm. like donation amount, cause they're almost at $5 million now. Um, but it's, at over 1,500 games. Oh, snap. I didn't even see that. I saw that, yeah, adding, I saw that they were adding games, but I didn't know it was that high now. That's amazing. Yes. Oh. Uh, just, just a couple of days ago, it was at 1,200. So they just added 300 games in like 24 to 48 hours. I, know these, I think, um, I think these, this like bundle started at 700 games, 750 games? Yeah, it did. Yeah. It, it, it did. It, it did. Man. Yeah. It's insane. So if you have not contributed at, at least $5, come on. It's for a great cause. It's, yep. in fact, it's it's so good that I posted it. Um, I posted it at work um, to some you know like-minded folks and um, in my little nerds channel corner of the world. And uh, you know, bunch of us we, like we started making like a post, like a comprehensive post of just like all the games that we that look cool because it's a lot. It, it's a lot to go through. But like, if you just like take your time, there's a lot of um, on Reddit. Um, then and uh, you know, there's a cool thread on Reset Era as well. Like of you know recommendations, like for this bundle particularly, tons of cool stuff, guys. You yes. know what, Chris? What's up? I know we said it like ever since the show started, but this might be the best value in gaming. <laughs> oh damn god damn hmm. <laughs> shit i can't i i can't you're right i can't even fight that. at least for the next five days four hours and 51 minutes yes so you know even if you don't have like a pc like it's still going to a good cause um when you do get a gaming pc uh you'll have be- over a thousand games to play um i think i might buy a couple of these uh you know and like just uh do giveaways with the keys because uh these they're they're not steam keys they're like actual oh damn how am i gonna do that then never mind i think they're actually downloads huh yeah drm free drm free so oof i don't i don't know i'm gonna do this i wanna i i don't know Hmm. i'll figure it out guys just stay tuned (laughs) but yeah it's a lot of games a lot of games for sure uh so um Sort of going, bouncing back off of, uh, I think I said it earlier, about how the Oculus Store has an amazing return policy. Digital stores, please. Talking to you, Microsoft. Talking to PlayStation, Xbox, uh, Sony, everybody. That, you know, we're in the time where a lot of your consumers, I think at this point, more people buy digital than they do physical. Um, Please have a good, like, return policy sometimes you may buy a game that 
you know, if you're on PC, may not work for your PC. Uh, if you're on console, you know, just may not be a game that was promised to you. Looking at you, No Man's Sky, uh, which No Man's Sky, they did fix it. It is a decent game now. It's a fun game. A lot of people <laughs> like it. But when the game did come out, it was uh, it wasn't it wasn't what was promised. But um, and I'm stuck with that game. Stuck with that game. That was a wild time. I was. I think. I think that was the most. That's the most pissed I've been buying a game digitally. Like I. I almost mm. was like, I'm never buying a game digital again. But more than Fortnite. <laughs> Oof. God damn. You keep coming from my throat. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm in on that one too. So, like, I, yeah, you know, I can't yeah, say that's another one where we sort of, and not we, I, I'll take the blame for that one. Um, <laughs> I mean, a single just, player portion. Yeah, we like when when but, when the but, game dropped before the whole like battle yeah. royale. We bought like the save the world mm-hmm. thing. I talked Rod into it, and he was like, "You sure yep. you want to do this?" And I was like, "Dude, I, yeah. I was like, I yo, this, literally, I was like, like yo, I was like, yo, dude, this looks interesting." I, <laughs> I was like, "Yo, this looks interesting." It's like Left 4 Dead <laughs> and Minecraft, and it looks it, it looks fun. It did, <laughs> but did they ever actually finish it? Did they ever come out? Nah, they they made buku money with the battle royale. Yeah. Why? Like, who cares about yeah. that thing now? It it it's, it was a wild transformation. That game Fortnite. I don't know if most people even remember Fortnite was highly anticipated because it was like a new thing from Epic. They hadn't Jesus. done anything in a while, um, and it, it came out to be like this this weird building thing, and it seemed unique. It seemed cool, and it, yeah. it kind of and it kind of was. But like battle royale wasn't even a thing in like. It wasn't even a, a speck in Epic's mind at that time, and then I remember when it came out, everybody was like, "Oh man, it's just tra- it's just copying off PUBG. This is this is a fart in the wind." Welp. Well, here we are now. It's an awfully big, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, so you know, coming back to the story, um, Sony has been fined two point four million by the Australian court for misleading PlayStation members about game refunds. So the TLDR um, between October 17th and 19th, uh, Sony's terms of service implied that users did not have the consumer guaranteed rights regarding the quality, functionality, and completeness of a game, uh, AKA they, you know, they couldn't return it. So um, they, they essentially made it, so that you know it, it looked like you can't return the games which you I, I guess you can but you really have to fight for it so uh people took them to court and in the australian market they won um hmm. so mm, yeah, exactly mm. um hmm. you know shout out to like these other countries that like that get it you know it, it'll be a while before we see stuff like this in america but um i hope that we see other countries, you know, apply some pressure to, you know, Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo. Because I know Nintendo's another big one where you're sort of stuck with a game. And, like, yeah, I know, right, I think I saw on Kotaku that, like, there's a big confusion on, like, if you wanted to buy this, um, the DLC for Pokemon, um, you have to make sure that you're buying the right DLC for the right game, apparently. So, yeah, uh, yeah you, if you buy the wrong DLC for the wrong game, you're stuck with it, essentially. So hmm. companies, please let's fix it. We're in 2020 now, aka you know uh, the future, the future, the aka the the where we're living the next season of Black Mirror. Um, right. Well, I, I mean, I don't think that. I mean, truly, I, I don't think you guys really believe that any of these consoles are going to survive with the sort of um, 
with the sort of uh, like rules in place right now in regards to refunds, or I shouldn't say it's not survive, but in terms of what they're, where they want their digital footprint mm-hmm. going forward from 2020 on, like, I, I mean, do you guys really think that Microsoft and Sony are going to release their next box, have a huge focus on digital and not have some policy in place that allows you to have a relatively um, like re- refund experience? akin to something like a steam i just can't see that happening like digital has been increasing are you saying do do we think that they won't do it or yeah like i mean do you guys think that like the policy will remain the same for them because because i don't like i I think that something will have to change especially if they want um a, a bigger hold on the digital marketplace it's been going fine so far but I think that they could do even better if people aren't scared to to buy things on digital. It 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 sort of goes it goes back to how uh, well no I can't even use that example because you do have companies that have you know pretty good return policies. So it mm, I don't know I I know that it's going to be done, but whether or not like how soon or like I don't know. I I, I hope I hope I hope with next gen they they update it like it's. Right. It's a given, but like, let's just say that they don't do that. I wouldn't be surprised. Hmm. Yeah, I guess that's that's my that's my that's my you know how I feel about it. Right. I just feel like they're shooting themselves in the foot with that. James, what were you trying to say? I was saying they probably would, but it'll be like an update down the line. Like it'll launch with the same policy as now, mm. and then some big controversy will happen. And I hope you know what we should update that. Hmm. that's that's normally how these companies like how they move so uh we'll see we'll see what happens uh so something big uh ign you know we're supposed to be at e3 right now i think this week or next yeah yeah Yeah, no you're right yeah this week so yeah this is it so you know shout out to ign for you know you know throwing like an event they're doing their uh expo um ign expo and a bunch of like game trailers and uh you know developer interviews dropped today um so i'm actually going to pass this along to james james you've uh you've kept up with some of the stuff what were the highlights to you what, what sort of stood out so for me i have a couple of uh games that definitely did jump out at me one of the first ones you did get to see was demon turf our trailer of the week um, and I did like that one for its ideas of the 3D platformer, um, saying it's going to be more of a linear type of thing. They have this interesting kind of new game plus system with the levels. I figured that would be a lot of fun to check out. And um, so, yeah, of course, that's coming on the way. Moving a bit further, there's actually a remaster coming or a redux, as it's being called, Observer uh, System mm. Redux. Now, this is a game I have not gotten to play, but I do remember seeing the box art many times in, like, video game stores and stuff like that for 360. I just never jumped on it. Mm. But, I've heard um, very good things about this. Yeah, the, the gameplay trailer that, they, that Chris is showing right now, um, they've up everything, 4K textures, volumetric lighting, ray tracing, um, additional story content, um, set in, like, dystopian, futuristic cyberpunk-esque kind of thing and like i would have never got this is what the game was about from the box art but i feel like i missed something so i'm glad that it's getting this this uh the shot again this redux do you you know that um whether or not if you have their original um are you getting like that free upgrade or am i like damn i have to buy the the brand new game all over again i think to buy it over again this was a 360 game to be fair 
So I don't know how it's gonna be on PC. They didn't talk about that. At least I'm not the night I remember. I was gonna say Mafia Two and Mafia One. Those are you know PS3 and 360 games as well. But I got that update on PC. True. Oh, yeah. So I mean maybe. Um, but yeah, there'll be more about that coming out soon. Um, what else? GTFO was one that kind of caught my attention. Uh, that is a four-person squad-based survival horror shooter. So you get that Left 4 Dead kind of vibe. Um, and it's set in like this weird underground lab. And it seems like everything's kind of got like these head crab zombies, but they're like skittle, like they scuttle across the floor, like um, like Dead Space and stuff like that. So it just seemed like a fun time. Get your friends together, traverse them, some creepy corridors, smash some zombies and some aliens. I don't really know if there's a huge story going on or if it's just going to be like more of a waves on waves kind of thing. So is it like you going through an environment sort of like Left 4 Dead or is it like just a horde mode with you being in a room? It seems like a bit of both. Okay. It seems like you'll reach a certain point and you'll have to disarm a bomb or hack a computer and then the horde mode will kick in. Hmm. And it also appears to be... Um, like squad, not squad based, gear based kind of combat for um, different classes. Like I see some, I saw somebody use a foam gun to like block off a doorway to make it harder for enemies to get in. I think somebody else would handle more of the hacking. But yeah, I mean, it and just seemed like a, it's like a fun time. People seem to really enjoy these, so I wanted to shout that one out. Yeah, as well. It's not typically my cup of tea, but I know we got fans of that type of stuff in the chat, so. For the people. All right. Well, moving on. To something. Say what else got. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on to something else, we have Mortal Shell, which is our our new Souls like coming out soon. Ooh, nice. Yeah, um, I believe there was a trailer for this that dropped a few months ago. But uh, this one seems to play like again a Souls game. This is made by the, a new developer who. Who claims to really have a love for that franchise and that style of game mm-hmm. so much so that he even has like a rotating um, picture frame of Dark Souls armors on his fridge? Oh, wow. That's all you have to say. I'm in. Yeah. Um, they made it seem like this one was not going to be as huge as the Dark Souls game. He said about 20 hours is what he's looking for. Like and that. the cool uh, hook on this one is that the shells that you end up finding determines your play style. So you'll be able to choose one at the beginning and you'll get knocked out of your shell if you take too much damage. And so you lose some of those abilities, like one will be made more for range, one will be made for, for dodging, one's more of a tank, that sort of thing. And so they said you can play the entire game without using the shells, but that means you're on one hit point. So, you know, if you want that, that real intense challenge, there it is from the jump. And so, you know, Soulsborns are here to stay. <laughs> They're not going anywhere, and they're only evolving. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to uh, yeah, this one. joy. Yeah, so, we woohoo! We love our uh, Souls games. Why should I play that? We love them so much. Uh, you're, I love you're, them. You're they're goddamn so right. They're so good. <laughs> Feed me more. More Souls. Um, what else was on my list? Forgive me here. Oh, Yakuza like a dragon. Hmm. They, we got 14 minutes of gameplay for that, and that game looks amazing. So it's, um, it's, it was they showed it in English, right? Like you would say, they showed it localized. Um, yeah. 
It was localized, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. They actually so were talking we... with the localization director during the uh Oh, the really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really so awesome. Yeah, I, I, I actually really want to go back and watch that because, I, and I've talked about it on this show before, uh, obviously, but like uh, the localization is part of what makes those games so good. So I, I would love to, to hear what he's got to say about this one. Um, a couple of highlights he mentioned, they were talking about how they use a lot of Western puns in the class system that you're going to see in this game. Like, instead of a berserker, there's a beerzerker. <laughs> okay, like, okay. Yeah. Little puns like that. And the job classes are actual real-life jobs. So, if you're a banker in real life, there's a banker class. If you're oh. a, a, um, a cook in real life, there's a cook class. Like, that kind of oh. thing. Oh my god, that's a pigeon so man, you use pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> like it looks it looks like it looks like Yakuza meets Persona. Yeah. Yeah. You, you get this this squad and apparently each of these people are gonna be integral into your story. And mm. the main hook about this uh new main character, I'm trying to remember his name now. I think it's uh, Ichiban. Yeah, Ichiban, thank you. Yeah. But he's a charismatic guy. Mm-hmm. And so you'll be able to interact with different your enemies. You'll be able to talk them down sometimes. So you'll be able to recruit more people to help out your cause. Mm-hmm. And all the Yakuza staples are going to be there. So there will be a side business minigame. They're going to be kart racing. Yeah, I believe this is going to be karaoke. <laughs> so all, all of those little Yakuza trappings <laughs> are all there. Yeah. Oh, man. Just Chris's reaction is very funny. Um... <laughs> Uh, I, I like it. It's it's uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. I have to, it is a lot. It's the best part. Yeah, that's the best part. That really is the best part. It is, oh, like no. Wait, so here's the thing. So I I will probably and with like how Rod how how like how you described the last couple uh, Yakuza games. Mm-hmm. How like you technically don't have to play them in order. I, right. I and especially with this one being just like it's sort of like own standalone. Like I I, I will yeah. probably buy this day one. Um just just for the yeah. sheer fact that it's like it's an RPG, it's still set in that Yakuza world, it still has a humor. Because like that's what got me. That's what got me through Yakuza Zero was just the humor. Um mm-hmm. and like you said, like the side missions, like Granted, I'm not the best at doing side missions in games. Like I I mm-hmm. people hate me for skipping side missions, but uh, for for me, like I I when I say active, I I don't actively go out for the side missions, but if I see them, like I'll do them in this game. So mm, yeah, like mm-hmm. and I mean, pretty much exactly what you just said, Chris. Like that's 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 who they're aiming for. They're aiming for people like you, like people like James, like who have maybe kind of been interested but not really fully jumped in yet. Um, and like, I think the RPG aspect and the story, I think lend itself to, to being a really good one, like a really good entry point. Um, the, even Ichiban's like love for dragon quest, like that's, that's partially informs the gameplay. Like, yeah. They said that yeah. he sees the world as an RPG. Mm, mm-hmm. So that's why it plays out the way that it does. No, it's funny. That's, Do they that's, have, so that, that? that in itself, like just the gamification of like how you, how you said like he sees the world as a video game honestly when i'm feeling lazy or like let's say if i have to like do a workout or something like that's what gets me through it i'm like yo like i'm fucking playing grand theft auto and like i have to like i want my character to like work on his power stats or whatever so let me go to mm. the, let me do these workouts and do these push-ups and gain you know gain these stats like that stuff works like it's it's something that like it sort of tricks your mind into you know 
if I could do like these bullshit tasks in a video game, why can't I do it in real life? Exactly. Right. There's, a, there's a lot right, of right. Like, seriously, like think about it. There's a lot of bullshit that we do in video games that we honestly wouldn't do in real life, but we're still doing it. Why not do it in real life? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, one one more question for you, James. Um, since I hadn't seen this yet, did they do? Did they show heat moves at all? Are heat moves in the game? Um, they didn't really show any heat moves. But what I did kind of notice was that they'll do um during certain attacks, it'll have like a uh, a quick time event. Mm-hmm. And it'll power up the attack, almost like the uh, the addition system from Legend of Dragoon or something like that. Hmm. Okay. I don't know if that will lend itself into heat moves in the future, but uh, hmm. that's my guess. Okay. Cool. Cool. And, well, I mean, I, I mean, looking at the screen right now, it sort of looks they, like the the aesthetic of the game when they're doing those moves sort of make it look like it's a heat move. Hmm. But I no, but now that I'm looking, I'm not I'm not even sure if that's just like how they do regular attacks, huh? It's, it's right, because everybody's got to yeah, blow with them yeah, now. Yeah, it looks like everyone's doing it. I don't know, but I mean, the, the game, it still looks flashy. Like, I feel like it's it's a uh, Yakuza game that's been broken down into an RPG, and yeah, if, if you, I think it's going to be fantastic results. Yeah. Yeah. And they said this world's going to be bigger than Kamarocho's been, so. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, I, can't, I can't even handle it. Oh my god. There you go. Rod, and this will be say, a launch title, too. I was going to say, Rod, so. do we need to take another break so you can change your pants? <laughs> oh no! Come on! <laughs> this, game look, this game does look very good. Like I'm, I'm impressed. I, I can't wait to play. I just played fucking four of these games in a row, and I want to play this one now. So damn, good yeah. job, Sega. Um, so that's those are the ones that mainly stood out to me. Quick shout out to Wasteland Three Factions Ooh. of Colorado. Hmm. If you like traditional Fallout, that top-down, isometric view kind of RPG, that looks like it's going to be really fun. I forgot that they were coming out with a third one. Um, I played a little bit of two and thought it was really neat, but I haven't done any more. I haven't gotten to play any of them. I think they're all on the uh, Games Pass, so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Give that a shot before I go. But yeah, those are the main ones that I liked from today. Um, There's supposed to be a four-day event. They will be back tomorrow. But you're going to watch us instead because we'll be back tomorrow. Of course. For the PS5. Yes. You can watch them three and four. But we got you tomorrow. So yeah, definitely please please tune hmm? in. And then for the audio listeners, please uh, check out the video on demand on this channel. SSJ Blackrock. Oh, yes, that is true. You can watch our live reactions there on Twitch. It's going to be great. Oh, and if you like arcade machines, they've re- they're releasing four like of those mini home ones. Uh, you've got Marvel Digital Pinball, um, Big Bucket Hunter, so like one of those big buck duck hunt type games, Mrs. Pac-Man, and the ever-classic X-Men vs. Street Fighter. So... Hey, are these like those, those, uh, I don't want to say shitty, but like those, like the small, like super small arcade machines that you could buy at Walmart. Is this what this is? Yeah. Basically that same. Yeah. They're just continuing on the line. Okay. I don't know. I'm not, not I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. Okay. They're, uh, they're like super small though, aren't they? Yeah. That's why they're so affordable. (laughs) Mm, I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> uh, whatever I don't know what you guys know you can decide for yourself don't listen to Chris 
If you want that mini arcade machine, get that mini arcade machine. Yeah, but then when it comes True up show. to your, when it comes up to your knee and you're like, "Wow, I spent $150, $200 for this." Put it on the table. That's pretty cheap for a cabinet, I feel like. Like that's a pretty good deal. Um, I just think it's cool that they're going to have like some uh, some actual like neat fighting games on here. Like that's that's pretty nice. All we need now is what MVC2. Uh, that'll make people oh, happy. Man. Please. I was like, do I, yo, do, I, do, like do, I like, remake? do I need to hit up Herb and be like, yo, give us a lesson on how to like make our own cabinet worth buying? <laughs> Can he, he do that? He he will he will you know give us a TED talk about that. <laughs> yo, that's the topic next week. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's all I got for today. Nice, good stuff, man. Nice, yeah. Appreciate you covering that, James. No problem. No yeah, problem. So you know, guys, we we're I guess. In that, you know, part of the summer where we're going to get a bunch of gaming news, a bunch of gaming trailers, um, you know, just we'll, you know, talk about the ones that sort of step, you know, that, that, that sort of like, you know, it's out of the, you know, it's stands out. That's the word I was struggling to find. <laughs> Games that stand out. Um, but, of course, if you guys see something cool, something you want to talk about, James, where can they go to talk about these said games with us? Well, you know, you can join us every week here on twitch.tv slash mm-hmm. But if you need a lot more of that, some 24-hour access, there's always Discord. You can jump in, check us out there, should I play that. And over there, we got plenty of different chats for all the different kinds of fandoms. Uh, we got game sales over there. We got game updates over there. So come through, hang out with us. It'll be a lot of fun. Anime, manga, all that. We, we we need these channels to start popping, you know, so, and even if there's a channel that I don't have yet, but you guys want to talk about it, let's do it. Just come in. Just let's just talk. With Let us know. Let us We're know. trying to grow. All right. So to wrap it up this week, we have the topic of Destiny 2. Oh, shit. Goddamn. Destiny 2. Here we go again. <laughs> That's what it's called. That's the subtitle for Destiny oh for like the next two years. Here we go again. Here we go again. <laughs> Um, but you know, like I said before, shout out to Bungie for, uh, their event that they threw, uh, yesterday, I think. Yeah, it was. Uh, but you know, destiny, like, you know, Bungie in itself, they've, you know, we've been playing this game for years now, 2014, six years. And this game has been out. Um, yes. Yes. And you know we what a hell of a ride it's been. Um, you know we had Destiny One, you had uh, Taken King, you had um, uh, what was the one that people liked? Or people no people liked the Taken King, uh, but yeah, Taken King yeah. was good. Yeah, yeah, you had all these expansions, and then of course you know they were sort of forced into making the sequel Destiny Two, which sort of like removed a ton of content. You sort of had to restart your character, and then. Uh, move on from that um they they're tired of doing that they don't want to do that anymore which is amazing this is something i wanted to hear so uh you know bungie decided that you know going forward they want to instead of just putting out another numbered game they just want to expand on what they got they want to expand on what they have they also want to bring back old classics because let's be real who if, if you step back even more Wh- whoever's still playing destiny 2 are you really like 
doing the original OG raid every week? Are you really doing um, Gambit every week? Like there are certain events that people just aren't touching anymore. So uh, I forgot Bun- what that was. Bungie sees that. They also see that the download size of uh, Destiny mm-hmm. 2 is also pretty big. Um, I think 120 gigs on a PlayStation 4. So, you know, combo that with, you know, uh, Warzone. And that for Rod, that's all he has on his 500 gig console. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they they don't want to increase that anymore. So, um, you know, going forward, they're going to... Uh, they're going to like, you know, vault. I think that's what they said. They want to vault certain activities and they're going to, I guess they're going to have like these two versions of the game where you have like the current stuff that you could do, but then you also have like the vaulted stuff. That's what I got out of it. I think. Hmm. But, um, all this to say that we're getting vaults of glass back. So if you yeah. played destiny played OG destiny, that was, you know, the OG raid, um that's a raid that like for me anytime i was getting someone into the game i'm like yo you know i'm gonna get you through the the og story and i'm gonna find my boys we're gonna go ahead and walk you through this raid and right you know that it's one of those raids that sort of you know stand up so well that when you see other raids you're like "Mm, i'm not even sure if this is like if it even touches uh vaults of glass so yeah i mean like, like let's can we unpack that for a minute yeah. like i mean when when we talk about vaults of glass and why it's so good like to me it was the the it was the beginning it was the beginning of what destiny could be like this whole time bungie was like hey we're trying to make this mmo fps blah 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 blah, blah. and like you saw kind of shades of that with the main game, but not really, it wasn't fully realized, you know, it was heavily instanced, you know, um, you know, there's, it wasn't a lot of that, those mechanics there. With Vaults of Glass, I would argue that maybe, maybe the most so, like out of all of the raids that have ever come out for Destiny, it's the most mechanics heavy, it's the most, it's the one that requires a a lot of teamwork, um, and a lot of like, and once you get, get the, like the roots down, then you're good to go. You're just like banging it out, like just boom, 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 boom. And it's just so satisfying. I don't think anything else in that game has been really as satisfying as Blast. That's that's why I think we speak about it with such reverence. Like it really encapsulates all of that. Yeah, and like it was, you know, when the game first came out, there was that, you know, oh, this first raid is going to take like hours to do. And we're like, bullshit, we're going to get through this. No, like... When uh, these when these raids dropped, like legit, we were like the, like the the best of the best were there for hours. So right. um, you know now you're seeing new raids, you know, getting you know uh, taken down within a couple of hours. Um, but you know, there's just there's always something about the original, honestly. So um, you know, earlier on the stream, if you're if you know if you're watching live, um, they you know not only are we getting some old content back, we're getting Cosmodrome back. Um, we're also getting the roadmap for the future. So we're getting um, next year's DLC, which is going to be uh, involving the you know the sister of Oryx or daughter of Oryx, I think. Um, we're, we're we're going back to the Dreadnought, y'all, <laughs> basically. Um, let me get the name. I lost it. Witch Queen. Witch Queen. I, I, I wanted to say that. And I was like, it, that can't be it. it so it, 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 is it that there we're returning to the dreadnought in the sense that like the, the entire area from destiny one is back. 
they're expanding it. They're saying that, you know, after this expansion that they like these new areas that we're getting are going to be new areas. Like they heard the complaint of we're getting old areas just retouched. We want new. So they go yeah. off of that. The, the reason why I ask is because it feels like they're left for dead to toing this De- destiny two basically mm-hmm. like where they're combining they're literally combining everything from destiny one to where you you li- you don't need it anymore like you could just throw that out and destiny two encapsulates all of the stuff from destiny one in, in a meaningful capacity huh they're really so embracing the mmo part of this yeah so you know this this yeah. year we're getting beyond light which you know we're getting the return of the stranger um which was a character that, you know, looked really important at the end of Destiny 1 and then sort of just disappeared. You know, yeah, I, literally. I don't, I don't have straight up does not appear. I don't have time to explain. I don't have time to explain why I don't have time to explain that type of shenanigans. Um, yeah. And uh, we're, you know, they're, they're, they're realizing that they've given us all of these breadcrumbs and nothing's come out of it. Now we're starting to like, see everything come together. So really excited about that. Um, I believe they've started the pre-orders on that already. Um, guys, please talk me out of pre-ordering whatever collector's edition there is. Like, I did good with the last big, you know, uh, DLC. Like, I didn't buy the collector's edition of that, but goddamn, I might buy this one. Who knows? Um, so, <laughs> we're getting that. Uh, just like we said, uh, the following year, we are getting the Witch Queen. And then the year after that, we're getting Lightfall. So, uh, that's, you know, DLC for this year, 2021, 2022. Um, and I'm guessing in between those, we're still getting the seasons. So, uh, with destiny two, that's essentially them giving us like a major, uh, content dump with like new strikes, new story missions, new raids all at once, giving us like that huge, uh, exposition. And then over time, sort of expanding on that story leading up to the next DLC. Um, so it's it's really like you know like what Bungie was saying what they weren't at first but it's it's really an MMO it's a shooting MMO and I feel like they're embracing that now. With Lightfall, do is there any information of what that is yet at all? Um, like narratively or just like the the concept of it? I wouldn't. I mean, it's not no big deal if not. I mean, that's two years out, but I'm just curious. I don't know. They they they're saying that Lightfall is going to be the is, is it going to be like the the culmination of a lot of things? So um, okay, because so they, they focused on in the trailer, they focused on the traveler, and I would assume that that is going to that's going to play a big role in it. Whether that's re- it's revealed to be like a, um like a, um I don't know a pro- an antagonist at this point, like fully revealed. That's that's something that's oh, always been rumored. Oh, so is I that think, the wait, traveler wait, is so actually no, a bad so thing. So I think you're talking about Beyond Light. So Beyond Light, that's the one that we're getting in okay. September. Um, yeah, so we're we're getting the darkness class. We're getting like that new element. So um, there's a there's a lot that's gonna go into the story. Like this is the first time that they're ad- adding a new element into Destiny, which means a lot of things are getting reworked. Um, you know, who knows mm-hmm. how like this is gonna balance rebalance the game? Like it's it's really interesting. It's really cool. Yeah, I mean the biggest news to me with through all of this is that there's no there's no destiny 3 yes so is no destiny 3 which i i'm happy about i'm happy that they just want to sort of focus on what they're doing they're trying to perfect what they did i feel like when at the end of destiny 1 
they were at such a really good place that when we got Destiny 2, it was a huge disappointment that we took, you know, the the two steps forward, but five steps back. So uh, this is giving them that time to, like, really, you know, focus on stuff, focus on the things that people don't like uh by fixing it um they're like reworking the eververse stuff so we don't have to worry about like the cool looking um uh you know outfits being tied behind you know buying it um they're adding transmog so let's say you like a certain uh armor set you could that could be your armor set that could be what you rock with and change up the stats by just doing a transmog so uh, you know, they, you know, they, they showed off all the stuff. They um, started the new season, season of arrivals, which is sort of like leading up to this new DLC. They launched this new season with a new dungeon that launched already. Um, and like, I've been super busy. I haven't had a chance to like, see what this, um, let me see. I think I can pull up a gameplay trailer for it. Um, I haven't had a chance to even try it. Like, I think I have to figure out what system I want to play this on. Um, I have PC. PC. I that should be the reason. That should be the thing. But that means I have to, and we can talk about this soon. Um, if I do PC, that means I have to rebuy certain expansions. Um, but what they did announce was that if let's say you're on PS4 right now, or you're on mm-hmm. Xbox One, when Xbox uh, Series X comes out, when the PS5 comes out, all of your content, everything that you bought, comes over. Don't have that to sounds like some hard delivery. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> really good. So, yeah, so you're getting everything carried over. But then let's say, damn, you know, my cousin, my best friend, Road Dog, my homie, said, fuck it. I don't want to buy a PlayStation 5 at launch. But I, but I still need my raid mate. I still need my clan mate. I need my homie to help me through these strikes. What do I do? Well, guess what? I was like, what? 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 Yeah. So if you have a PlayStation 5 and you want to play with people on the PlayStation 4, you can do that mm-hmm. now. They're they're you know they're launching the PS5 version with I think what they're calling inter console crossplay or something like that. So enter like uh so PlayStation plays with PlayStation, uh Xbox plays with Xbox, and then down the road, hopefully, uh they you know said that they're gonna try and work on crossplay which that, that's what we need we're so, yeah we're halfway we're so there close. we're, we're so close like they've done the cross save so like my main yeah. account that i started destiny with 2014 uh that's the version i play on ps4 that's the version i play on pc that's the that's the version that's the version i play on stadia don't don't let me know <laughs> but um what? yeah but uh, you know, the next thing that we need is crossplay. So you know, that's big. I'm really excited about that. Um, I'm gonna have let me pull up this dungeon trailer because it looks pretty cool. But what do you guys think? I've been talking for a minute. Like James Rod, I know. I I feel like I was the like the des- oh, in the group that we played together with. I it was me. Shout out to Kevin. Um, yep. Lashawn. Micah. Josh. Uh, Savannah. Got gang gang like it, it it brought a tear to my eye when i uh cracked open destiny 2 for the first time and it's loading and it's like oh your guardian you know took out took out uh you know such and such in a vault of glass and like it shows you like this screenshot like this artwork of guardians like at the end of a vault of glass but then you see like the names of the people that you completed the raid with it was pretty dope isn't this such a cool feeling yeah so uh um, i mean it makes your characters matter mm-hmm 
you don't see that often. So yeah, That's how do you cool. so do you feel like you're jumping back into Destiny? Is this enough to bring? Is there enough to bring you back? Because for me, you guys know how I am. I'm weak. Like show me like cool stuff. Show me a cool exotic. I will re-download the game. I'll play it. I'll you know bitch about it on Twitter for a little bit. But then you know I'm back. I'm back. I'll be back. But what about you guys? How do you guys feel about it? I'm gonna have this just to have it because I know I'm gonna want to play eventually with the homies again. Mm-hmm. And since knowing that I'll be able to do a cross-platform and all that other stuff, why not? But I've been I've been looking at this now that I got this new stuff coming and Final Fantasy about jumping back in just a couple of MMOs. So we'll see how that goes. But I'm I'm looking at this one now. So I mean, like everything that they've announced, um, you know, this new dungeon, like how they're expanding out, like. Uh, just the lore of the game is this enough to like sort of like bring is it enough to bring you back to like actually play it day to day or do you, that's a good question or, or do you or like do you feel like as a gamer are you have you changed because i i damn sure know that i i'm why am i gonna fucking lie to you guys i i will still stay up to like two or three in the morning playing a game if i'm hooked on it but you know <laughs> i'm not going to play something day in and day out uh, I think those days are over for me. I feel like um, there are a number of games that are trying to grab my attention that I sort of want to give time to. And then, of course, you have stuff like movies, you know, Netflix, you have uh, HBO Max, like all this stuff. There's a lot of stuff grabbing your attention, listening and watching the shit I play that. Shout out to the eight viewers in the chat right now. But um, there's a lot going on. Uh, so to say that you know they're trying to you know do the stuff to bring you back get you back is it enough i think it just depends on the content drip mm-hmm. if it's to the point where it's manageable to do in a day-to-day thing we're not expecting like four or five hours of my life every day then sure i could do it but i think it just comes down to which is weird scheduling my game sessions what? yeah it's, it's it's weird uh having to do that as an adult i feel like with like if you talk to us like a couple years ago yeah we were like yeah i'll be on there like after work or you know oh i have today off i'm not working let's just you know binge this whole game uh but you know times are different for us you know but the days we did that though it, that was like the only thing we'd play that mm-hmm. day or that week that month you know right and it's hard to jump around from my game to game with so many different things coming out now whole new generation on the horizon horizon zero dawn two i'm not saying but i'm saying i I, you know i think that they've been teasing you know the darkness and destiny for like since jump they've been teasing these uh you know pyramid shaped ships from like the original load screens of destiny one uh -hmm. like if you somewhat cared about the lore of destiny it's uh it's something that'll pull you in I feel like I feel yeah. like the, the, yeah. honestly over the last last couple seasons, even though I haven't really played Destiny in 2020, um, I think I really the last time I really like dug into Destiny Two was maybe summer of last year, right when the whatever the DLC was dropped. Um, but yeah, like well, they, you and I, you you and I played. Yeah, we played through Forsaken. Yeah, yeah we played through Forsaken. But like, I mean, even there's some more stuff after that. But like, they uh, they did a good job of like giving you really good story bits in between everything. 
so it's not just all in the ever not the eververse the uh, the codex now it's yeah. actually in the game it's actually in the game now okay well that helps that's that's good to know rod you've been you know i want i want to know what you think about this man i feel like I'm, <laughs> right? i feel i feel like i'm that guy that's like yo man i know you want to check this out again man come on back <laughs> man you know you know what man uh like you, you and you don't even have to you don't even have to because i think that this this looks really good so there's a couple things here uh number one is i do think that this stuff looks good like i i genuinely is i'm kind of interested like of you know hey i've already got the game i've got the expansions like, or at least i think i have all the paid ones um so you know why not why not just hop in and i think when we you and i played through forsaken together you had already gone through it i think um and i hadn't yet but it was a good experience because, you know, I had learned my lesson. You know, I learned to manage destiny at, you know, the level of like, I'm going to go through the content. I'll do maybe a few of the weekly stuff, like for the next couple weeks, maybe. And then after that, and I'm, we're not doing, or I'm not doing like, you know, eight hour, nine hour sessions or whatever. Like, I'm just, I'm going to log in for a couple hours, do my shit, and then leave and then but that's fine like i'm not i'm no longer interested in being on the hamster wheel the closest thing i have to a a daily multiplayer game is overwatch um like if i feel like playing multiplayer that bad on something i usually just pop that in um i play that for like an hour or two and i'm satisfied um i i don't know if i'm interested in the grind of destiny anymore but bungie has like mitigated a lot of that grind it's it's not the same game that it was um you know back in destiny one or even you know destiny two i think it's it changed drastically um after two released and then they did the forsaken stuff um so i think they've done a really good job of, of honing that down so if the base if the question is you know are you interested the answer is yes i am i would jump back in for this stuff like this this looks pretty cool um now my main concern lies kind of in the future with this so they're making a, a conscious decision to not do destiny 3 luke smith has come out very flatly and he's like we there are no plans we do not have plans to make destiny 3 right now and that's fine but i wonder you know whenever when destiny 2 releases presumably at launch for these new consoles like you know, they've already committed to giving you new content through 2022, which on its face is awesome, right? They've mm-hmm. started the game for five years at this point. That's pretty good. And that's half, that's halfway to like their original vision when, they, when Destiny was announced. And they were like, hey, this is a 10-year game. Yeah. Um, so, so that's cool. But are we also going to run into a problem where the content and infrastructure is going to suffer because we've introduced these new consoles, which are great. They run at 60 frames per second, 4K, but you, they're also scaled down due to having to run on the old systems. That's just the same problem that happened on the next-gen versions of Destiny 1, and a lot of the reason why that game was, was kind of hamstrung. So I do wonder, like, okay, at a certain point, maybe in that 20, maybe next year or 2022, do they start planning for Destiny 3, or after 2022, are they going to like continue pumping out destiny 2 content i I can't imagine that that's what they do i I have to imagine destiny 3 comes at some point yeah as much as they're denying it right now oh yeah Um, for sure like i believe in my heart it hurts i know there is a team working on destiny 3 i feel like with them showing that they have a you know a uh a a timetable of like when things are coming out like they're they're planning on it Mm -hmm. like they they already have it that's what that's what I hope. I mean, I honestly, I, I, I think I would be with you if not for like, 
the they they seem very they seem very committed. Like usually, if a developer has like plans, not going to talk about them yet. They'll say something like, you know, oh, you know, who knows what the future is going to hold. They're Bungie is all about saying, hey, fuck Destiny three right now. Like just this. Like fuck that. You should probably stop thinking about that. And and when you look at what they've been doing since Forsaken, really, um, they've been they've been committing to the intermittent seasons. Like every what like four months or whatever, like you're getting something quote unquote new um, with a like one big expansion a year. Um, and you know, I, I can see a, a future where like. They are writing Destiny 2, like, for maybe longer than 2022. I hope not, but I, it seems I, possible to so me. So, I think, and what I'm hoping, and what mm-hmm. I, I, I think makes sense, is that realistically, uh, and especially with, like, I already know when these new consoles drop, just based on, like, how the world functions right now with COVID, uh, we're, we're going to see console shortages. We're going to see people scalping consoles. Like, that's going to happen. If you don't believe it, you're an idiot. I'm sorry. but It happens um, every year. Yeah. It, it happens every, every year, but, like, with specifically with, like, how things are, like, with, like, just looking at, like, how hard it was to get an Oculus Quest, this, like, this whole time yeah. warranty has been happening. I literally ordered my Quest from Oculus, like, two months, like, go, like going into, like, the whole quarantine thing. I was like, all right, bet. It's, in, it's like it's it's available to buy from them. I'm not gonna have to spend an extra two three hundred dollars to get it. Getting from the source, perfect. Took me about two months to finally get my hands on it. Literally the day before I went back to work, I got my headset. So that's crazy. Um, you know, PlayStation Five, Xbox, you know, Series X. I will try to you know get get my hands on those as soon as I can. But like I'm gonna I I've I've learned in the past month. To temper my expectations. I really have. I, All I'm saying listen, is, I say that, be guys. ready to pre-order I say tomorrow. That, I say that, guys, but I don't really, I don't think I'm really going to do it. But, um, yeah, I'm going to take my time. I'm going to definitely take my time. And uh, I feel like a lot of people, they say that, oh, I'm not going to buy this console when it comes out. I'm going to wait until all the bugs get, you know, taken care of. Um, that's, it's a, it's a good point. Like, you don't want to sort of just pump in 500 bucks for something that you really could have been playing on your PlayStation four, which I feel that destiny Two, Bungie, what they're doing is they're, they're sort of like giving us both. Like we honestly won't see a console ex- like, you know, PS five exclusive games probably until 2021, 2022. So. Wait, 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 hold on. Wait, 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 what? You yeah. don't think that we're going to see any exclusive titles at all until 2021. I feel like we're going to get those exclusive games. But it's not going to be like huge. We're not getting God of yeah, no, no, of course not. We're not getting like the next God of War anytime soon. That's what I'm saying. I think the most, I think the most likely thing that drops is potentially a Horizon Two. I, I don't know if that's going to actually drop day one, but I think that's probably the the, the closest Sony franchise that is going to probably come first. If the, yeah, so like if the timetable like you know goes away, I think it's going to go. We'll we'll get the PlayStation Five this fall, this holiday season. We'll get Horizon like early next year, maybe mid next year. But when it comes, okay. when so, it comes but when it comes down to like multi plat games, like you know, I, I sort of look at it like how like sports games are you know shipped out. We 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 see the Maddens come out on all systems, uh, including the O Gen for like a couple years, and like after about two three years, that's when they sort of like 
really they don't cut completely the support for those older systems but they start yeah. really focusing on the next gen at that point so i sort of feel like that's yeah. what they're gonna go with yeah sure so so um you were gonna circle that back around to destiny i think yeah or you're trying to yeah so i don't know like i think destiny 3 we will that'll be the 2023 that's, that's when we see that you think so okay that's that's i mean even even if that's the case like that is that's impressive that they will have gone at that point six plus years of of one game. Like that's really that's impressive. Um, yeah, who who knows what happens? I mean, I, I would definitely be interested in going through this, especially Chris. Like if you decide to to play through some of that content on PS five or PS four, like yeah, I, I I would jump in with you if you decided to do that. Okay. Um, you said, so you said if you mean when. When I decide to do that, this, this is true. This is this is true. Let's stop, let's stop lying to the uh, to the community. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be doing it. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> but I mean, it's 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 cool to see. I'm excited. I think you know Bungie they're on the right track. Um, you know, subject in the chat. Uh, she she brought up you know uh, they're probably gonna do the same. Blizzard's probably gonna do the same thing with Overwatch. Uh, one yeah. Overwatch two. So you know we have a couple of franchises out there that are sort of like in that weird limbo state where we're going to see it transition to next gen, but then eventually, of course, we're going to see like that next iteration of that game, like right after, which I really, I honestly don't see it happening for another year or two. I'm not expecting it. Hmm. Yeah. I would, I would love to see a destiny three that is fully powered by next gen. And maybe that's partially what they're waiting for too. Like maybe waiting to harness, like really harness that, that power on there that would be um, a good like 10th year anniversary you know oh we did yeah whatever it came to do so what 2024 yeah that's next gen that's true hmm. all right so that's wrapping us up for episode 68 we are we're, we're in there it's it's 68 next oh next week episode 69 nice nice mm. <laughs> but uh james what you got for us this week yo uh thanks everybody for coming by once again spending your time with us in the chat listen to us on your podcast yeah spotify apple music wherever the podcasts are found soundcloud all that good stuff um make sure if you are watching this live you come back tomorrow check us out back here twitch.tv slash ssj blackerot for the playstation 5 reveal that's what four o'clock eastern time yep Yep, one o'clock yeah pacific so yeah, come hang out with us then, and um, you know, take care of yourselves. All right, Rod, what you got, man? That's all I got. Yeah, definitely want to echo James. Uh, check uh, check these guys out when they do their reaction stream. They're really funny. I will not be here for that, but um, you know, you guys will have to wait till next week to hear what I have to say about that. But um, but these guys are really entertaining. You should join them for sure. Continue playing video games. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, especially. Give us a uh, a comment or a rating. Um, if you really liked us, tell us what we do better. Any sort of feedback you got for us, we really appreciate it. It helps with our visibility. Thanks again, guys. Yes. So um, I don't have anything fancy to say this week. You know, I'm still still just you know looking at life differently. Not even differently. Like I'm I'm trying to focus everything that I'm doing with a purpose. Like now I've I've always done that, but I feel like I don't know. This is a special time. So guys, uh, you know, said it before, say it again. Guys, go vote. Uh, research who to vote for like it's literally a it's literally a google search i found there's like websites where it'll like break down who's who 
what they sort of stand for and whatnot. You know, it's it's out there. But um, you know, be 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 the change. Like your story will like it can and will inspire other people. Um, people have come to me and said, yo, like uh, I, I look up to like the stuff that you've done. And I'm like, yo, I haven't even started yet, but I appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate you for coming to me saying that I'm doing something. I feel like there's, there's, there's more to do. But, uh, you know, you know, share your story. I know there's, you know, people, they, you know, they, they'll tell me stuff. I'm like, yo, this is a, this, you're inspiring me right now. I, I feel like there, there's someone out there that feels the same way that you do. Uh, and you'll inspire them. Be the inspiration to the world, guys. That's, that's my thing today. That's that's beautiful. Oh, shit, that's, that's beautiful. Said something great today. So with that, that's gonna be another week, guys. I appreciate everybody that came through in the chat. All of the subs, I, the sub, the sub hype. Can we get a sub hype? I need to find a button. To make, yeah, so we can start Millie rocking, start dancing when the subs come through. But shout out, shout out to uh, the Gamers Haven. Those are the homies. Shout out to uh, you know uh, Mega. Shout out to our mod subject T. Uh, and we, we will catch you tomorrow with the playstation stream and we'll catch you next week on should i play that guys peace out and stay beastly all right good stuff guys